Dum Dum Away! Zero, zero, one, one, zero, 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 one, zero, one, zero, one, 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 Welcome to Screen Review Time Warp. I'm Tyson. And I'm Andrew. And I'm Zach. And this is where we talk about San Diego Comic-Con again. San Diego again. San Diego. So this is uh, part two of our San Diego wrap-up or recap or whatever we're doing at the moment. Mm. Um, first part was about basically everything that wasn't Marvel. And yes. this is going to be everything that is Marvel. So Splendid. Marvel took to the stage this year. They were absent last year. Mm. Um, and this year they took to the stage to announce their Marvel Phase Four, and there's a what? Lot, there's a lot to digest. Yeah, there. there is a lot. So much, so much, and no Avengers. No, which no is Avengers. and this phase is, if we're being perfectly honest, kind of risky for Marvel. How so? The fact that, or risky in terms of how much, like of how risky it can be when it comes to Marvel. But there's no, <laughs> yep. like there's. How like almost all of these movies are new characters or new concepts and teams we haven't seen before, only returning you know being several Disney Plus TV shows, um, Black Widow movie which is first up, some other movies down the line, but like the bulk of this is like just new characters that we haven't seen before, yeah, and extremely diverse characters which is awesome and great that Marvel wants to do this, but. I feel like for Marvel, it's a bit more of a gamble and a risk that maybe they haven't taken. It's a huge gamble, man. Massive gamble. But look, Marvel being Marvel, they still will make money. But I think an interesting discussion that needs to be spoken around, like Marvel fatigue, right? Yeah. Like yeah. these movies that aren't as bankable, these characters that even, you know, me and I think my knowledge is somewhat up there of Marvel, I kind of have no idea about that existed. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just think it's... Props to Kevin Feige for kind of going out and just doing what he does. I wonder if this is where Marvel starts to lose traction. Yeah. And I do think part of that is that Endgame is such an easy point to stop. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's easy to follow them for 11 years and go, ah, conclusion. Because it, there is a lot of things that are wrapped up and concluded in Endgame, and if someone does not want to go, all right, well, I'm going to get invested for the next 10 years, it's a good place to go, all right, well, you know, eh. But, and, and the other thing is like, it, that ma- that's even easier for someone if they don't have Disney Plus. 100%. Yeah. And yeah, man. So, they're leaning heavily into yeah. Disney Plus. So I feel the, like they're asking a lot yeah? for our commitment, which we already are committed, but now it's like, now we want, more of your money. So, yeah. Like, come on. And the other thing is that, like, if you go and see a movie, that's yeah. two hours, three hours. Yeah. If you commit to a TV show, that's, like, ten hours. Mm. That's a lot of time. Yeah. And of the ten things that they announced as part of Phase 4, five of them are Disney+. Plus. Wow. Yeah. It's, that, it's asking so much of us. And, like, yeah. I'm in the bag for anything that's Marvel, but mm. when I saw that... Disney Plus was going to be connected to everything else and it's all going to be intertwined. I'm like, yeah. I, I feel you're, you're pushing me too much. Yeah. You're asking. There is more of a commitment. Yeah. When I'm already committed. So. Yeah. Um, although now that I'm looking at this again, technically four and a half because one of the Disney Plus ones is non, 
canonical. Yeah. So, but we'll, well let's start from the top. I All right. So first up, mm. uh, which is coming out twenty twenty next year. Yep. May twenty twenty. Um, is Black Widow. Mm. Yeah. So it is a prequel series. Yep. Set after Civil. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Prequel. Set after prequel Civil movie. War. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and sorry. Set after the Cold War. No Civil War. I'm pretty sure. No, it's yeah, it's after it's set after, after Civil War. Yeah. Kevin Feige said on yeah, stage after, it's after Civil, Civil War. War. It's the in between. Wait, really? Yeah. I am so confused. I 100% thought that it was set like like back back 80s and now this no, is No, like you're going to have flashbacks, but the majority of this is set after Civil War and what she's been doing. Wow. I f- yeah. yeah, gosh. I Missed all of that. <laughs> yeah. And like, no, no one knows what the plot is, but obviously Scarlett Johansson is here reprising her role as Black Widow and Natasha Romanoff. Um, Rachel Weiss is also in here, as is Florence Plough. Um, David Harbour is playing Red Guardian, which is essentially Russian's Captain America. Yep, Russia's yep. Captain America. Um, we also have Ray Weinstone in this movie, or Weinstone in it as well. Um, Florence Plough or Florence Per, I can't pronounce names. You know, you listen to this podcast enough to know that <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so bad at names. Um, she's playing kind of like an agent that was trained with Natasha, I believe. Um, Rachel Wise, I have no idea who she's playing. What's interesting to note is an Australian um director is taking this movie on called Kate Shortland, um, and she only has kind of really four feature films to her name. Apart from that, she's directed a lot of TV shows as well. Yeah. The What I'm interested about in this, and I guess more of a discussion around the Eternals movie that comes out as well, is Marvel getting these directors that haven't done much, a lot more indie, which isn't uncommon ground for them at all. Well, I mean, it worked extremely successfully with Taika Waititi. It yeah. did. The only question I have is how formulaic will, this, will it make these movies? Because Marvel obviously has down these movies to a T on how to pump them out, how to make them enjoyable, watchable. Yeah. And the fact that these guys oh, haven't really done a whole lot. Yeah. Like, it makes me question how much will Kevin Feige have in this? Mm. Like, how much will he restrain them and pull them back? That being said, I haven't seen any of Kate Shortland's movies, so yeah. I can't speak to her Um creative or how she expresses herself. Obviously, I'd seen a bunch of Tyker's stuff, so yeah. I know his style. But, like, especially with the fatigue that we're having, yeah. like, how much of this is going to be just a bit of, like, oh, it's another Marvel movie. Yeah. It has humor. It's light. They yeah. make an, an attempt, you know, having some, mm. some depth there. But how much of this is it just going to be another Marvel movie? Like, another Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Another Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, my, that's my query I raise. I raise. Wage. Raise. Yeah. Like... I mean, Black Widow has a very strong story. Um, I'm actually, I'm honestly second guessing it now because I think her origin story would have been a better thing to explore and and get into. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But I mean, they should have done Black Widow like ten years ago. Yes, she and- she appeared in Iron Man two and was a yeah. strong character then, and like. I don't understand how they, it took them this long. They've mentioned, especially Scarlett Johansson, saying, like, we owe this to the character, which is, to me, it sounds like a very 
well, we better do this movie to keep everyone happy and to give Scarlett Johansson like a good sign off because how she ended in Endgame was good, but she's gone now. So let's give her another little story and her own movie, yeah. which really doesn't mean anything at all, mm-hmm. if you ask me, and give you one of the best villains that we can give you in this throwaway movie. Mm. So I'm a little bit... The villain being Taskmaster. He's so cool. Taskmaster, if you don't know, is essentially... He's kind of like a Deathstroke. Think that, yeah. like a Marvel Avengers Deathstroke. However, yeah. he has this impeccable ability to kind of mirror and yeah. learn your moves he's, within, like, seconds. He's a great strategist. Yes, strategist. Strategist. strategist, yes. There's an awesome... If you played the Spider-Man PS4 game, there's an yeah. awesome boss fight where you can't use the same attack twice because he learns how to deflect it. It's so good. Which is awesome. It's so, so... It's very much like the Mr. Freeze fight in Arkham yeah. City. Sorry, I'm getting distracted with all these good video, <laughs> good video games. Um, but he's the villain. I don't know who's playing him. I would imagine Ray um, Winston is because um, David Harbour was supposedly rumoured to, but yeah. apparently he's playing... Russian Captain America. Russia. Yep. Russian. Russia. Um, yeah. So again, like, of course we're going to see it. it's a Marvel yeah. movie. We're obliged to. We have to. Yeah. We it's are contractually obligated duty. <laughs> to. But yeah, that's kind of, I've already tipped mm. on my main point about Phase 4. But like you said, we should have had this movie a while ago now. Yeah. Yes. Not, yes. Not now. There really isn't an excuse. 100%. That for them to have brought out now. Like it should have been out. Yeah. So long ago. Yeah. What's next? What's after? What's um, the next? Or after, chronologically? After Black Widow, so Black Widow is uh, May 1st, 2020. Mm-hmm. Following that in um, what will be our spring 2020, mm-hmm. America's fall, yep. what we call autumn, mm-hmm. um, is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Quite excited for this. I am really? excited for this. I am, I am very okay, excited. Okay, so this is a Disney Plus series. I, mm-hmm. to be honest, I'm kind of not. So mm-hmm. what is it for you that interests me? Yeah. A couple of things. So first off, this is set post-Endgame. Yep. Following, obviously, spoilers for Endgame. If you don't know, Captain America handed over the mantle, quote-unquote, or the shield, yep. to um, Sam, Sam yep. or the Falcon. Yep. Um, and what's interesting is, do you know who the villain is for this TV show? Uh, the government. No, <laughs> it's not. It's um, uh, Z- Baron Zemo. It is. Baron Daniel Zemo Brühl with his, from with his proper mask. For his pro- so um, Zemo was in Civil War. He was yep. Daniel Brühl. Um, he was that kind of Hydra sleeper agent trying to... Brought down the Avengers exactly. single-handedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to um, take them down because of, in the events of Age of Ultron, they yeah. basically killed his family. I don't think he was had anything That's to do with right. Hydra. I think he was just a military man and his oh, family sorry. was killed. That's right, yeah. But he was that good at his job. Mm. He single-handedly took them all down. And he was, obviously, Baron Zemo in the comics is this very larger-than-life kind of like yeah. massive purple mask, yeah. um, which wasn't... Sometimes pink. Sometimes pink. Yeah, sometimes Depending pink. on the but, seasons. Yeah. Um, and he... Yeah, so one big thing is that he's in full mask, he's in full kit up. But yeah. apparently what they're looking to deal with this TV show, which is being um, showrunned by the writers of... Or the writer of John Wick, Derek Kostad. Yep. Um, is centering around how America reacts to the Falcon, yeah. or particularly a the, man of African-American descent becoming yeah. Captain America. The government apparently don't want him to be the new Captain yeah. America, which I think... I like that. It's a good. It's smart. Like it's a smart political statement. It's a smart story yeah. to explore. Um, and look, like Bucky as well. I love as a character. There's so much to explore about him. Yeah. Sebastian Stan does a fantastic job as Bucky. I feel like he's one yeah. of the more underrated performances. Yeah. Um, he's a fantastic actor as well. So I'm pumped. Only thing is, it's Disney Plus, which um, again, I'm unsure about if we're ever going to have it. Oh, we will have yeah. it, but when we'll have it? When will we have it? Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. apart from that, I'm I can't wait. I'm really excited for this. Yeah. 
out of all the Disney Plus shows, this is up in the S tier that I'm excited for. Thank Mandalorian's number one. <laughs> I do find it um interesting the kind of turn of time where it used to be that actors would start in TV shows and then they transition to movies. And now with the state of TV culture, with these huge blockbusters coming out, people are now like huge actors are yeah. going to TV. Yes. Like that's where they're making their bang and buck. Yeah. Um, There's more money in TV than there is in there film. There is. High yeah. budget TVs will. Yeah, crazy. Money into what are your thoughts on it, Tyson? Oh, look, like I, I really like the idea of um, exploring the, as stupid as it is, like how people would react to an African-American Captain America, even though there should be no reason why he wouldn't be Captain America. Yeah. Um, he literally fits all this, like apart from the super soldier serum, he's a, like he was an army veteran. He's a patriot. He's, you know, like he was a superhero in his own right. And there's no reason why he couldn't be Captain America, but he was trained by Captain America, who is the single most best hand to hand combat fighter. Yeah. Like, ever. yeah. Like there's, Absolutely no reason why he wouldn't be amazing at it. We but will see. Um, I in, don't know. Like it, in see, the comic yeah. books, they both became Captain. Like Winter Soldier was, and so yes, was yeah, the Bucky Rogers. So was they could have gone either way, but I, I like the way that they've gone with this. I yeah, am, I like it as well. Yeah, I don't know. Like, do we know how long these series are going to be? That's the other thing. I think it's like it's an eight-episode order. I think. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, this, oh, see up here, it's looking at six episodes. Like oh my eight. bad, maybe that might six. Not be quite right, but either way, okay. So six episodes, at least an hour each as well. So we're talking like a six-hour plot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like, maybe. but it would be interesting to see what, like, how heavily these are influenced by the MCU in terms of style. Like, yeah. I'm still sure it's going to have that quippy feel, but yeah. being that. TV series, you have so much more room to explore for story, for character. Yeah. More depth. Exactly. More getting to know everyone. Exactly. And the extent of the Marvel TV shows has been yeah. the Netflix ones. Yeah. Circa Daredevil, yeah. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron mm. Fist. I wonder if they will take it more like a like the Marvel uh, TV series where they mm. were one story that was told over a very long yeah. um, season mm. or if they are going to take it kind of like, I guess, like a CW Series where it's like episodic. Yeah. Um, I think if they did episodic, it would be bad. bad. Yes, I think they would aim to tell I a think, yeah. story. I think they know their formula works, especially with Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Yeah. I don't think that they would adapt it to uh, compete with the CW. Yeah, not at all. Because their formula no, I don't is think so Well, they don't even need to compete. And the fact that no, it's only six won. episodes as well. Yeah. That's further evidence that it's probably going to be a long form story. Yep. Yeah. Um, but like, what's the deal with like, are they going to get renewed for another season? Like, I guess so many questions as, well, we have to wait and see what phase five brings. Cause yeah. like they said, all of this is joined the TV series and the movies. Like it's all yeah. interconnected. So apparently I've heard, um, they've still got one more to announce or something like that. Oh no, I haven't heard that. I actually yeah. heard apparently Kevin Feige was like, no, this is phase four. Like there's nothing else. There's rumors saying that D 23, there's going to be one. I've heard that reveal. as well, but yeah, and like, look, things might change, but apparently Kevin Feige was like, there is no, there are no other announcements coming at D23. Yeah, but, but Kevin Feige also said, there's no plans to get anything from Fox or yeah, by exactly, Fox. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good liar, we'll man. That, yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I heard that apparently these TV series are going to be like the one season kind of thing. Like oh, essentially okay. they are going to be part of the continuity of the MCU. Interesting. So for example, you'd watch Black Widow and then you'd watch um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and that would then lead you into Eternals, which would then lead you. And those, so these yeah. series, and the reason that they're not just all coming out. So, for example, like 
uh, Falcon One. and the Winter Soldier is coming out fall 2020, so um, autumn 2020, and then WandaVision, the next TV series, isn't coming out till spring 2021, so yes. our autumn. So yeah. there's big gaps, and it doesn't say, like it doesn't appear to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier season one. Mm. No, it just, just appears to be the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. So if that works and they stick to like, let's tell one story really well, mm. then maybe it could work. But in their defense, when Daredevil first came, it was just Daredevil. It wasn't until Daredevil yeah. season two, then that became Daredevil season one. So this could just be yes. that. And if it does really well, then obviously Falcon and the Winter Soldier season two. Yeah. This was season one. But it'll be interesting if they then, because if it still then is used as a tie-in, then mm. yeah. uh, I know there's a lot to find out. And there I guess is. that's probably there's the big... Sneaky doubles. Yeah, the big thing to talk about or big thing to look to in mm. phase four. Yeah. Because they're putting a lot of, lot of time and effort into it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Following that, November 6th, 2020. Wow. Next they appear year. to have all these dates down for their movies, but mm. not so much for their TV, TV shows. series. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So a long time. So it's, it's May... 2020 and then November, so yeah. quite a while, is The Eternals. Or oh, sorry, just Eternals. Um, which, Big yeah. gamble. Huge Yeah, gamble. See, this is interesting. I've been, I obviously know about them because I've got the mm. run that Neil Gaiman did. Um, you which love a bit of Neil Gaiman, them. don't you? I really do. I actually <laughs> really enjoy his writing. Quite a lot of his books. Um, yeah, interesting, but s- super unknown, apparently. Yes. Apparently, even though this run was done by Neil Gaiman, no one knows about it. Andrew knows nothing about the Eternals at all. Yeah, like apparently they are even less well known than Guardians of the Galaxy, which yeah, I'll no be honest, one knew about. <laughs> I had no idea what who they was. were yeah. when they were first being announced. Now they're a household name. Yes. Yeah. So um, we talked about this last time. Um, Angelina Jolie has been apparently cast in it, although I don't know if that's actually been confirmed. Um, basically follows so Thor and everything other as other Norse gods. Um, the immortals are kind of tied to the Greek gods. Yep. Um, they, sorry, the Eternals are tied to the Greek gods, and they are immortal beings. They've been around forever. Um, I think there is actually a link to Thanos within them as well. Mm. Look, I think if they follow Neil Gaiman's story, it is like perfect. Like that would that would slot in, yeah, brilliantly into the MCU, and they mm. wouldn't have a problem because it it the whole thing with. Neil Gaiman's story is that they uh, have had their memories wiped for some reason. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. they are all, they all just think they're regular humans and then they start finding out that they are these immortal beings and they're gods and they start getting these memories back and things like mm. that. And that would just fit perfectly mm-hmm. into how come we haven't seen them before if they are immortal. Mm-hmm. So, And yeah. look, star-studded cast, Richard Madden, yes. Anthony Jolie, Brian Tree Henry, Kamal Nujani... Um, just to name a few. Salma Hayek. Exactly. Um, and again, mentioning here, director Chloe Zhao, I believe is her name. Uh, yes. Has two features to her name. Um, again, my oh. discussion of like, how much is this going to be a movie from her creative standpoint or how much would this be just a bit of a, not cookie cutter, but just another yeah. churn, churning out. <coughs> Excuse me. You're right. Just breathed in like a fly. Because um, <laughs> obviously what made Guardians such an offbeat concept and characters is James Gunn's unique vision for that mm. and how yeah. refreshing it was as well. Like what new can the Eternals bring to it that's going to make it so memorable? Because I think it's pretty easy to kind of, you know, decipher or imply that 
I think they're kind of banking on the Eternals to be their kind of next big thing. Yeah. Um, or at least next big kind of team up movie. Um, with a cast like that, that is insane. Yeah, yeah. it um, is a team. Like it is, and I think yeah, they're banking uh, on it being that kind of next big thing. Like if anything stands out to me of the new, um, things of this phase four, the what I would call is the one that the biggest one they're betting on is definitely Eternals. Yeah. Um, yeah. with the amount of hype they're pouring behind it as well. Um, but yeah, I think you know Marvel would have to wait and see. My only just query and just, just. And kind of just watching it, as I said, is that how is this creatively going to play in? Because fate, like yeah. we've had Marvel movies for a long time, man. Yeah, and eleven years, man. Eleven, Decade. eleven years, and just currently they've gone to this formula. They're few and far between, in which that are more distinct. We've become accustomed to a certain style. Yeah. Um, which without voices like the Russo brothers, obviously leaving now. Well, who knows when um, other directors that have left it's kind of like when would that return but mm. it's that's my current set of the MCU right now that's what I'm thinking I think I feel there should be there should be more of a gap just like you said Marvel fatigue looking at what we've just been through for the last 11 years and now this slate I'm just looking at I'm just like it's so yeah, and it's a lot of unknowns as well. Like, yeah. yeah, what I mentioned before, hey. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Like, they've got five movies. One of them is of a character that's already dead. Yeah. Two of them are sequels, and two of them are new. And Eternals, as we've just said, are not very well known. They're not no. household comic names. So how are so, they going to be distinct and name on their own? Yeah. Like, what? how's the film creatively... What voice will the film take to make it stand out upon itself? Yeah, but I mean, to their credit, Mm, they've they done are, it before previously doing, well, they're, yeah. and they're also doing new stuff 100% like, which is awesome it would be yeah. bad if we just had a slate of like here's what Captain know, America did when he was yeah, in the time like, stream exactly whatever, like you know? so good look, on. This oh, look is, I, I'm excited for Eternals I think that'll be great it's the same vision that gave us everything else yes so 100% in Kevin Feige we trust <laughs> we do yep uh, so what's yeah, next? That's it. That. So next up in February twelfth, twenty twenty one, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Excited, I I'm, have. I'm intrigued by this as well. No idea about this character. Neither do even I. Even a little bit. But I'm glad we're finally getting a Asian. Yes, so that's right. Who's apparently Canadian? Is he? I really? didn't know he was Canadian. I was reading it today. Was well, in the actor who's playing him, or the he's originally character? from yeah. Canada. Yeah, Simulu is originally from Canada, apparently. Yeah. Canadian awesome. Screen Award nominated actor. There you go. Oh, sweet. I'm yep. looking forward. I'm really hoping they go for. Have you guys heard of the raid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. raid. I'm really hoping they go for a raid um type vibe, just a beautifully choreographed action film. Yeah. Um, and I feel like out of all the films, Shang Chi can have a really distinct style around it. Yeah, like yeah. just being a really just kind of like um hidden dra- or crouching tiger, hidden dragon feel, like just mm. really epic massive action movie with pinpoint accuracy in terms of choreography as well. Um, I'm really hoping that that kind of gets pulled off from there. Yeah. And what's cool is that the Ten Rings, the organization that kidnapped Iron Man in the That's very first right. movie. That's right. Um, who have, oh, yeah. As Kevin Feige kind of pointed out in the keynote or whatever you want to call it, or the panel, that they've sneakily kind of been around here and there. Like there was, you know, they were in Ant-Man. Like that was the agency that, um, that were one of the suit or whatever. Yeah. So I'm interested in that, and that's I'm like fair play, Kevin Feige, smart man. So that yeah. could be the new Hydra in 
inverted commas, like yeah. the earth threat yeah. that's everywhere. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll roll. I'll, I'll play. Yeah, look, it's interesting. Um, It will be interesting to see how they kind of tackle it, given that they... Well, I mean, not they, but given that uh, Iron Fist was uh not so good. We don't mention that. Oh, not even a little bit? Nope. <laughs> The dragon, man, the dragon. Um, What's the next movie? Yep, let's go. Yep, Iron Fist. I don't care. What. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> moving on from Iron yep. Fist. <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, Shang-Chi. Uh, next up, a Disney Plus series, oh, WandaVision. Terrible name. Autumn 2021 for us, which is spring 2021 for mm. America. Paul um, Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen obviously returning. Yep. What is interesting is that specifically this is apparently essential viewing for the Doctor Strange movie, which really? is coming out directly after this. Yeah. So much so that Elizabeth Olsen is actually in the Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange movie. Yeah. Is she really? Yes. She is. Very interesting. This is um, very. These two are very tied together. I've got no yes, idea of, of the it, yeah. showrunner for um, WandaVision. I know something weird like the young girl from like Captain Marvel has all grown up and somehow she's in this movie. I'm like, what? Yeah. I don't know how that plays into any of this. Um, like, you know, how Carol Danvers had a best bud. Um, mm-hmm. and, and know, she had a daughter. Little, little, little oh, kid. yep, yep, yep. Um, I have no idea what's, who's writing it, who's producing it. Um, let's see. So Jack Schaefer is okay. executive producer, and along with Kevin money. Feige. Of course, they just give money to it. Um, mm-hmm. Writing credits, Jack Schaefer. It's okay. So, what's he done? Uh, I don't let's know. Go. Let's have a look. Apparently, though, this is... Um, oh, what's she done? Um, the Black Widow movie. Yeah, she wrote screenplay for Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Screenplay for The Hustle. Oh, interesting. Um, Timer. Okay, mm. not a whole lot. That's yeah. all right. Nothing wrong with that. Not though. much. Um, apparently though, this is set post Endgame. Endgame. Yes. So Vision's dead. Oh, uh, who's coming back? They'll build him another suit. Like, well, yes, that's it's. She uh, has enough I'm power in- to. Bring him back to Hulk. Well, to this is the other thing. And, and Kevin Feige has he made some comment about how Scarlet Witch could have single-handedly killed that or like destroyed Thanos. She was going to. Yes, exactly. Until he asked for the rain fire or whatever it was. Yeah. So, and I wonder if that's a bit of like, hey, I'm just gonna because I know everyone will hang on my every word, just to remind you how powerful Scarlet Witch is. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of maybe sets up for the fact that. I, know, maybe I feel like they back. never they never really tapped into that in the oh, no. in the movies how powerful she was. But in the comics, she's unstoppable. Earth altering, like yeah, reality yeah. altering powers. Mm, um, yeah. M. Yeah. Fantastic comic. Oh, such a, uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm interested in this. I mean I, not much can kind of be like we just don't know a, anything about it. Like what's the synopsis? It's just following Wonder and Vision post endgame. Yeah, I mean we don't know. And we are likely probably not going to find out. Considering that it's still two years away. Yeah. Wow. So, what's more intriguing is that pegging this Doctor Strange movie as a horror film. Yeah. So that that is the next one that comes after WandaVision, Doctor mm. Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Great title. Yeah. It's so Fantastic. Love, title. love some good alliteration. So yeah. Um, directed by Scott Derrickson, who directed the first one, and yeah. written by him as well. Well, like I said, he loves Doctor Strange. It's awesome. his comic book of choice. Yeah. Sweet. Um. I think with me, Kevin Feige saying, yeah, this is, we're going to try to be the first horror movie in the MCU. It's all great, but... Will it be? Exactly. Mm. Like, you know, you, yeah. you your, have... Your core audience is kids. No, you have like Ant-Man. Oh, yeah, it's going to be our first, you know, kind of buddy cop comedy. Every Marvel movie is comedy, mm. right? Like yeah. how 
Yes, you can take elements from it, but is it going to be a horror film? Mm. I'm going to elect no. It'll have horror elements. Yes. I agree, so yeah. Give us little jump scares every now and then and have Benedict Cumberbatch all waving his hands around and doing weird yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but from me right now, until I see the movie, I don't think this will be a full-packed yeah. horror film. No, I don't either, especially considering that they canned all the Netflix Marvel series. Yeah, which were because dark. They, yeah, because they were all dark and like... I don't think that's why they cancelled it, but... Well, yeah, see, yeah, I, I think I it'll know. be. I think it'll be more a case of the story will be darker. But how dark can you get for a PG thirteen slash M rated movie? Yeah. Like the, the stakes will be yes, dark, the stakes. If, yeah, if you know the, what I mean. I mean, the other thing is, like, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, like, we constantly berate Marvel for not doing anything new, mm. and here they are saying they're going to do something new, and we're like, yeah, but are you? Yeah. So. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe yeah. need to cut him a bit of slack. Yeah. I do. I think it's also a catch-22. Yeah. Like, again, Marvel have a formula down that they follow with every movie. Yes. Mm. And Doctor Strange was, a, in my opinion anyway, was just another origin story. Yeah. Um, that didn't... Like, visual visual effects were cool. They were yeah. decent, but from a story perspective, it was pretty standard. Yeah. I think it, if they went full Doctor Strange on us, it would have lost us because of how trippy those comic books are and how... Yeah, Str- like mm. strange not to and may- have any like, puns. I don't know, maybe they are. Maybe this is them gonna do try it. and do it real yeah, crazy. Exactly. But yeah, and well, if they do, props to them. Again, yeah. we're not gonna know till. No, exactly. Um, like, like he says in um, not Endgame, Infinity War. He's like, I protect your reality. You know, so if they tap into that and it gets really weird and quirky and I'm down yeah. for that, in quotes man. scary. Yeah. Well, then, I mean, I do cool. know that Doctor Strange does have some elements of like dealing with hell. Yeah. In the comics. Yes, if he's trying to stop like a legion of demons and they're all messed up yeah. and crazy looking. Like and maybe some kind of Dante's Inferno yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I like, yeah, I agree. Like I wonder how horror this is actually going to be. Yeah. But also like, you know, good, go try yeah. something new. Let's see what happens. We're, we're happy with it. So, like I said, we've got two years, so we're all good. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, things might change. It could be pushed back or forward or anything. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, Doc Strange, Multiverse of Madness, Benedict Cumberbatch. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look. What I feel like it? we're like that for everything. Yeah. Like, everything's going to be interesting. Yeah, look, it is a bit. Because, I mean, as as we said, like, we've we've hit this conclusion. Yeah. And so it's all open to conjecture at this point. Like, yeah. it could go anywhere. You know, exactly. They could have come out and gone, like, right, here's Fantastic Four, here's X-Men. And we would have been like, oh, awesome. But, like, we know what happens there. Yeah. And at least, like, even in Phase 1... We knew they were building towards Avengers. Like yeah. we knew that was the kind of goal, and like, yeah, it's just it's been a stagnation, huh? Yeah, yeah, we don't know where the villains are. Co- like, we don't know what's coming with that. We don't know. Maybe what- this is what they wanted. Maybe they want us sat here scratching our heads trying to dissect it, and we have absolutely yeah. no idea. Mm. Oh, good it's- on them. <laughs> yeah. What's next after Doctor Strange? Okay, after Doctor Strange, uh, coming in. I'll just pull up the date. Uh, autumn twenty twenty one for us. Uh, spring twenty twenty one for America is the Loki TV mm. series. And it's I a mean, wonderful logo that apparently people are absolutely raging on. Um, oh, they had a great one, then they changed it, didn't they? No, no. So this, the, the logo that they've got is just like the word Loki in like four different fonts. Yeah. It kind of looks a bit messed up. Someone on IMDb has made their own view. I prefer that one. There, yeah, and it so looks heaps better, which is just... Loki, except the O is made by the the curly horns of his helmet. Yeah, um, looks absolutely fantastic. And I think Boss Logic did that, didn't he? Sorry, I think Boss Logic did that one. Oh, I don't know. Um, Either way, yeah, anyway, it it's heaps better than mm. the one that they premiered. 
Yeah. And look, what this series is centered on is that obviously in Endgame when Loki snuck off with the Tesseract. Yeah. It's following his adventures from through, that point. Yeah, through to yeah. time stream. Because obviously that Loki there has not experienced any events of the Dark Thor the Dark World. Nope. Any Avengers movie, Ragnarok. So there's no chance. There's no redemption. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's not the king of Asgard. Yep, he's, he hasn't been decimated by the death of his mother. Nope. He's, Sweet. he's a villain, yeah. basically. And there's a lot of fun that will be had in this series, I think. And everyone goes mad for Tom Hiddleston. Mm. Um, so I feel like it's just going to be a fun but series. Here's the thing. Do we care? I mean, I sort of care, yeah. Look, I do. I think Loki was a great mm. villain character and the whole arc that he took from phase one through to mm. phase four, uh, phase three was brilliant like it yeah. is but you it, see i like that arc and then when they've got this and he's going through different times in the timeline for our history and stuff personally i'm not bothered yeah look i when they said they were going to have a loki tv series i was kind of like what are you going to do with it mm. um but you know given the whole phase four thing i do wonder if it's going to then link in with the thor movie that's coming out gotcha. which, which we'll get to but yeah. Sticking Ooh, on Loki. For I did not think of that. Neither Ooh. did I actually until until you were talking about how WandaVision was going to link into Doctor Strange. Mm. Yeah. And then I just kind of was, was looking at the timeline. I was like, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's Thor's brother. Yeah. Mm. We're adopted. 100%. So, but again, no showrunner. All we know is Tom Hiddleston is yeah. reprising his role, which is great because no one else could. Um, But that's about it. Yeah. 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 Unknown plot, unknown everything at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um. Look, I yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll, see. Info we'll wait and see. What's after that, though, is the What If animated show. Yes. Now, I'm excited for this. Summer, uh, sorry, winter 2021 for us and summer 2021 for the Northern Hemisphere. Non-canonical, which means that it is uh, a bunch of stories of basically extor- uh, exploring different things yeah. that might have happened. Mm, for example, what if Loki actually was the one that received Molnir and he was the worthy one? Yeah. Or if Captain America didn't get frozen in ice and stayed to fight the remainder of World War II and whatnot. Or what yeah. if Captain America was Captain America but Iron Man was a lady mm. and they fell in love? That is an actual story that they did. Ooh. Yeah, so what if is a series of comics that Marvel has done for a very long time, which is basically the exact same thing. They're like, mm. let's tell these stories about different ideas mm-hmm. and they don't they mm-hmm. don't line up with the canon they're just just things to like oh wouldn't this be interesting yes um and they've done lots of different stuff like they did one where um punisher was against all superheroes yeah because awesome. instead of awesome. the instead of gangsters, the killing. gangsters killing his family his family were killed in like the crossfire of a superhero battle mm. and so he <laughs> is now against starts killing um, yeah, there's another one where what if Spider-Man was part of Fantastic Four, so yeah. the Fantastic Five. And, or what if his Uncle Ben was bit by the spider? Yeah, like there's wow. they do all these great Sick. little ones. And they're, mm. yeah, they're very, very interesting. It's just like they're not supposed to be serious. It's just kind of like, ooh, ooh, I wonder. Mm. So And it's all animated, so they're yeah. easy. Easy to yeah. do. Well, it, it, and then look, easy. I, they displayed on the panel a whole bunch of the actors who are reprising. Yeah. There's a, a lot of them. I think a lot of them come back. However, yeah. to note though, because Kevin Feige used the term most of them, it's primarily people from Phase 2 onwards. Yeah. So we have no Chris Evans, no Robert Downey Jr., no Scarlett Johansson, no Mark Ruffalo I could see. Mm. Maybe Jeremy Renner, I'm not too sure. But primarily from like Phase 2, think yeah. Spider-Man. Josh Brolin, Michael Douglas. Yeah. I know Angela. Robert Downey Jr. has said, I need to now create some distance between myself and Marvel. 
So, which and it makes sense that him and Chris Evans would do that as yeah, well. Good, I mean, good for them, but I'm sorry, bro, but we're always. Oh, uh, Jeremy Renner is in here, actually. Oh, is he? Oh, but okay. you know who else is in here? Who? Jeff Goldblum. Oh. oh dear. Cheeky. Mark Ruffalo. Yep. And yeah, the whole look. series is narrated by The Watcher. Yeah. This omnipresent kind of being. You nice. saw them in Guardians oh, Two the with Stanley. Um, and the watcher. That's right. Yes, you did. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. Oh. And they're a big thing of the whole what if. Scenario, yeah. yeah. So that's why there's so many of them because one of them's watching a different it what is. if galaxy or whatever. Oh, they're so good. And the Watcher is played by Jeffrey Wright. Um, yes, he's he in Westworld. Yeah, um, plays um, Bernard. He's also you know, Casino Royale. Very good actor. Highly acclaimed. <laughs> yes. Been in many a film and television show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just it just like it's just a fun concept, right? Yeah. Like, what if this happened? And it's just a fun way to indulge just creative thinking and thoughts. And Marvel knows that's exactly what it is, so I'm sure they're going to have a lot of fun with it as well. It's also yeah, it's also a good way to be like, there is we have no constraints. Mm. We do we could run for ten episodes, we could go for four seasons, we could yeah. cancel at any point. It do- literally doesn't matter. It's yeah. just a good little exploration they could do. So yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, but on that note, it could also be completely missable. It could. Yeah, like I don't know, I don't know no how re- this ties into everything else because it's... Well, it does. Does. They've said that it doesn't. Oh, that doesn't. Okay. So, like, it's... You could literally not watch them and... Well, that's fine then. that would be it. I'll take it. So, But it's animated, so... Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it'll, I'll be very interested to see how they go with that animation as well. Like, yeah, what, what style, style they pick. 100%. Yeah. Mm. Mm, very interesting. Next. Um, next up, second last, mm-hmm. Hawkeye. Mm. Uh, set to release um, spring 2021 for us and... Autumn or fall 2021 for America. Mm-hmm. Um, this Hawkeye is apparently following him. Training his daughter? No, this no. is post-Infinity War. Post-Infinity War pre-Endgame. Yes, like uh, him becoming Ronan in that time period. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which is smart. Um, good way to open up and see what happens. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, altogether, I don't know who's show running this. It's a smart thing for them to explore him in that kind of state of mind. And I know there was a bit of backlash for not much Ronan. In Endgame, in it's kind of like he is, but no one ever yeah. said his name. Mm. The internet just can't, just loves Hawkeye. Even yeah. with that new Avengers game, they're like, where is Hawkeye? Even uh, though he is the most useless character. <laughs> so useless. Um, oh. He apparently, according to, I'm just reading his plot synopsis here, apparently it's centering on the young Avenger Kate Bishop, who becomes the new Hawkeye, which also makes sense because the logo they've picked for the TV series is based off a series that I can't remember. It was a very, it, it came out, uh, soon after, I think it was the first Avengers movie. Probably. It was like, hey, if you've seen that, check out the Hawkeye series. And it was mm. a um, very good run. But yeah, it was just basically him training up Kate Bishop. So nice. yes. there you go. Interesting. And then after that is something that we're all extremely excited for, I'm <sighs> sure. Yes, I am so excited. The first movie in Marvel to get a fourth installment uh, Who Thor? would have thought it was Thor? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> like, I think. I mean, really, let's let's call it like it is. This yeah. is a sequel. Yeah, it's the oh, se- yeah. it's the second. It's of- because of one man, and exactly. one man only. So yep. Taika Waititi is coming mm. back to uh, write and direct. He's definitely directing. Yeah, yeah he's writing, writing and directing. As well. writing and Thor: directing. Love and Thunder. Oh, um, has the same logo '80s vibe that he had it for Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Um, looks to be very very good. It is focusing on the story of. Uh, Jane Foster becoming Lady Thor. Mm. Um, Correction. 
Mighty Thor. Mighty Thor. Because yes, someone sorry. hit up Tato Taika Waititi on Instagram saying, of course, they would just call her the female Thor. And he was like, nope. Yeah. She is the Mighty actually, Thor. Actually, that is very... We're not leaning yeah. into that at yes, all. Yes, that's, that's my bad. She's actually just... I believe she's just called Thor in yeah. the comics. Um, but yeah, Natalie Portman is coming back. I was or, shocked, man. Yeah, they me too. Backed up that money truck and said, please come back. Yes. Natalie Portman's like, you know what, guys? I've had my baby. My kids are you know, grown up now. Might as well. You know what, though? I... Like, I Love Natalie Portman as an actor. I think yeah, she's, I think I think she's, she's great. She's a very good actor. Mm. Um, and yeah, her coming back to do this will be very interesting. I don't know how good she is at comedy, though. She's done one or two. What's that one she did with... Um, Zach Braff? Yes. Something State. Oh, no, Garden State. That's it. That's not a comedy. No, no, not that one. The one like medieval with... Um, Oh, James Franco and Danny McBride. Yeah. That was horrendously bad. But that was, <laughs> she was quite funny. I enjoyed her in that. Okay. Because she was like the semi-serious sword-wielding, yeah, like, knight. Yeah, And these right. two were just bumbling buffoons and she had to deal with them. Yeah, right. I mean, she did have, thinking back on it, as bad as Thor 2 was, she did have a couple of, like, quippy moments. Yeah. So. And look, Tessa Thompson's returning as is Chris Hemsworth as yep. well. Yeah. I think Chris Hemsworth would not have returned if it was not for Taika Waititi. Like oh, if, if Taika yeah. didn't come back at all. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie has been confirmed to be the first LGBTQI yeah. oh, awesome. character in the MCU. Not in Marvel. In the MCU. But in the MCU. Yeah. So, yeah, apparently that is... And so she's the queen of... Asgard, She's the Queen right? of Asgard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was a scene in Ragnarok that was we talked about it in that episode that apparently there was a scene that was cut, but when in the Valkyrie fight where it was supposed to be her and one of the other Valkyries that gets yeah. killed, and it yeah. was it was apparent it was supposed to um, identify that lovers, yeah that yeah. they were um, uh, lovers, but it got cut, and who really knows why? But apparently it is yep definitely happening that that is going to not be an underlying or sorry not so much an underlying theme, but it's going mm. to be. Not hidden. It's not yes. going to be conjecture. It's not going to be like, oh, did you know? It's going to be, yeah. and I don't think I don't think they're going to revolve around it. But mm. they basically confirmed, yep, this is what it is. And look, done. smart play. There's so much that can be done with Jane and Thor's relationship. And yeah, yeah. I think ultimately, like Tyker's helming this. That's all that I, I'm just on board, man. Anything that Tyker yeah. does, I'm just going to go see. Um, and I have faith in him as a director. As a visionary. Also, I didn't think this would be possible because he's also doing the Akira movie mm-hmm. um, with Warner Brothers, but that's since got pushed back because of this. Taika Waititi is doing Akira? Yes. Yes, that's at Warner As Brothers. in the the anime? Yep. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yes, but that, interesting. that's now been delayed because of this movie. Yep. Yeah. Which is in- intriguing. Um, But I can't wait. Bet Warner Brothers are stoked about that. Oh, I'm sure they're loving it. I'm pretty sure yeah. they're like, give him more press, so then our movie will be more of a success. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But look, that's phase four. And yeah. look, some other stuff got hinted at. Like Kevin Feige did say pretty much that, you know, we have phase five ready to yeah. go. Yeah, so he did mention Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2 are all part of phase five. Yeah. And the really interesting <laughs> note, so that after they finished all this, they're going, oh, there's one other thing that we want to talk about. Mm. And they brought out Mahershala Ali, oh, yes. who is coming gosh. on as Blade. Oh, Blade. my gosh. Because when a two-time Academy Award winner comes to you and says, I want to be Blade. Yes. He literally rocked up. Yeah. And said, like, I want to be Blade. Post Oscars yeah. to Kevin Feige. Oh. And they were like, you know what? We were actually thinking about you as Blade. Oh, <laughs> man. This Genius casting. Genius. So good. So good. Like, 
don't get me wrong, Wesley Snipes was a great blade as yeah. well. And apparently he's cool with it. He's like, it's all good. Yeah. I, but like, Let him do it. Yeah. It's, oh, Mahershala Ali is, oh, wow. That is so, like, Huge. it's just perfect. He's going to need to hit the gym, though. He needs to bulk up. That's all right. That's all right. He can do it. He, he can do, do it. it. There's already been a couple of names. And look, supposedly Fantastic Four is also part of Phase 5 as is That's right. And X-Men. What he referred to it as mutants on stage. But he says, oh, they're interchangeable. I'm like, Kevin, you're hiding something. Just call it the X-Men. You're hiding something. Even just call it T-Mex if you want. (laughs) But there's already been some names thrown around. I would love to see, I don't think it will happen, but Jordan Peele try and tackle Blade. Um, I don't think it would have happened. Oh, do you mean as in directing? Yes, and writing. Oh, okay, um, yeah. But Jordan Peele right now, among Christopher Nolan and Quentin Tarantino. I, He's a hot ticket. Well, bankable yeah. bankable directors and writers that make original content. Yeah, original. Um, yes. But Jordan Peele, obviously, right now, is kind of revitalizing the horror genre. Yeah. Depends. Uh, if if he turned around and said, like, I love Blade in the series, mm. there'd be no reason for him not to do it. No. But the other thing. like Same as um, who did Black Panther. Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. Because yeah. he loved, that was his favorite comic book. Mm. So that's why he was and like, he was doing stuff yeah. like Creed. Yeah, he's like, I'll do this. Mm. I mean, we've also got to consider that Phase 5 won't start till at least 2022. Oh, so that's and a, who knows what in that Jordan Peele will be doing mm. at that time. I'm going to be so, old, man. So, like, I am all for Jordan Peele for Blade. Because I think. Actually, yeah, that would be really good. Because he's a smart writer. He incorporates. And he's got that horror genre. He does. Oh. So I think I, I'm strong. Especially tackling advocate. vampires. Is, oh, that's exactly. Sick. That, I mean, yeah, that would I be really, so good. really, really hope and th- hopefully it's an R rated Blade movie. I think it should be. Kevin. I mean, the first ones were. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, that was in a past. We're, we're living in the Kevin Feige regime right now. Yeah. Like, he said, like, he's. Well, Disney have said they're okay with the R rate, especially with Deadpool and everything. So I'm just hoping Blade doesn't get watered down to PG-13 or M-rated. I, I hope feel like that's R-rated. something that they just, hopefully, they just can't do. When no, you look at I the won't. comics, you look at the movies, you just can't do just it. Even the subject of just a vampire hunter. Like, it's yeah. just like, you know. There's vampires. They suck your blood. Exactly. I wonder how that, I wonder if there'll be any kind of hinting or anything in Multiverse of Madness. And maybe like, oh, maybe. if Multiverse of Madness as a horror we hope um, look at the aspect is, you know, of vampires uh, an MA or R yeah. and if that goes well then it could bode really well for Blade being yeah yeah because the first one the f- well I mean the first three were super violent yes and very 2000s the soundtrack's just drum and bass yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and you think about it number three had uh, said Deadpool in it yeah that's right Dude, number oh, yes. three was also highly forgettable oh yes <laughs> oh yes um, um, but I uh, meant I Immediately, well, I texted you both. I'm like Mahershala Ali, genius casting. Yeah, like yeah. just fantastic. So I really hope they get a writer and director praying for Jordan Peele Do you that think can really they, service Mahershala Ali. You yeah, think they lean into the classic look with the tats and the hair and the glasses. Not necessarily tats, but trench coat. I reckon glasses. Yeah, katana on the back. Yeah, they'll lean into that because that's just iconic. Yeah, because I feel like Mahershala Ali is phenomenal actor. But he's that just even, even better when he's given good material. Yeah. Like Alita, yeah. he was great in, but that wasn't a very well-written movie. He was great, yeah. the movie itself. Watch Moonlight. Um, is It's a career-defining performance. Even him in it, uh, Luke, Cage. Luke Cage as, yeah. as Cottonmouth. So oh, good. man. He was so good. So good in that. And he was great in Green Book. Um, I don't like Green Book as a film, but Mahershala Ali as an actor was, yeah, he was amazing. Great. The way he's smart delivery of the lines and he was a very educated man mm. I, I loved it Uncle Aaron in Spider-Verse as well yes that's yeah, right yeah forget yeah. about that oh so good good well, 
but yeah, that's Comic Con. Yep. How do we feel like Fantastic Four and stuff's going to play into it? I still phase wish five. they'd done this Fantastic Four Phase Four. That yeah. would have been awesome. <laughs> Fantastic Phase Four. Oh, mm. that would have been great too. <sighs> Come on, Kevin, missing out on a marketing opportunity. He's like, keep quiet, don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's San Diego Comic Con for another year. Another year. I but mean, there is. What's next? D twenty three. Well, yeah. Some people are claiming that there'll be another announcement at D twenty three. Kevin Feige is claiming that it's complete. He said, obviously, things might change, as they did with... If you go back and look at the timeline of Phase 3... And humans. It's true. Uh, uh, we look at the timeline of Phase 3, things did change around and dates and everything like that. Um, but, I don't know. I guess we'll see. And look, apparently, he said he has Phase 5 down and dates down on what's being delivered. Um, that's what he said post-interview that he knows, but he's just decided just to reveal Phase 4. Yeah. Um, like, I'm sure they have... But then um, Blade, Blade is definitely Phase 5. Yes, he is Phase 5. Like, Ryan Coogler's already working on Black Panther 2. Yeah. Um, so, I think they're just trying to nail down um, creatives for, like, Fantastic Four. Working yeah. out the roadmap for the X-Men movies. And yep. Seeing how that goes. See if they get um, Enlight Shyamalan. <laughs> oh, that's right. Four. Yeah. Supposedly, it's been, you know... He's had murmurs. discussions yeah. with Marvel. But like that want, could just be discussions. Yeah. Saying, I hey, really I have a great awesome. idea for a twist at the end of Fantastic Four. Just like they're waiting it won't for the pay off at <laughs> all. But like they're waiting for the opportune moment to give Keanu Reeves a role as well. Oh yeah, they are. And he's had many talks, but really? like the role's not right. The role's not right. The role's not right. Apparently Keanu's just like, nah, I just don't want to. Like, yeah, again, I think the it's role's more, not right. I think it's it's a collective. They're just like, How about this role? Nah, yeah, you're right. Nah, no, no, I'm not gonna yeah. go that one. So they're waiting for the mm. best role for him. Mm. Interesting. Keanu. Cool breeze. Love Keanu. <laughs> cool breeze. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So right San Diego Comic Con Marvel. 2019 it's a wrap. Marvel Edition. Yep. It's a wrap, guys. It's a wrap. Well done. Rabbit you made it through. Woo. We all made it through. We did. We It's a lot of content, man. Yep. Far out. So, we will be back next time with a movie I don't know what it is, and I don't know when it'll be. No. We will find out. We've got a lot going on in our lives yep. recently, so if there's a little bit of hiatus, we will we'll tell you next time. But <laughs> we are definitely talking about once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, thousand percent. Yes. That comes out in two weeks. Percent. Two weeks. Actually, Even if that'll it's, probably be next. Yes. Right. Oh my gosh. I can't. Oh. So who's all ready? you American listeners have already seen it? You lucky, <laughs> lucky, lucky people. All right. We will see you next time. I'm Tyson. <laughs> I'm Andrew. <laughs> I'm Zach. And this has been Screen Review Time Warps San Diego Comic Con 2019. Good. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah.